I want to switch gears here and, and go back to something you mentioned earlier, uh, contingency versus retained. I know that's one of your favorite topics, and I know you're a huge contingency fan. <laughs> you, you also, you, your business is run on a retained basis. Isn't yes, it? absolutely. Yeah. Riderflex is a retained recruiting firm, yes. And uh, I've done several. Yeah, I've done several podcast uh, episodes on that topic where I'm just blasting contingency in the whole process. Uh, I'd like to get your um, thoughts. How about this? Just for the CEO listening right now yeah. that that thinks, oh, man, that contingency sounds so good. So, wow, I can, I can get these firms working for me and I don't really have to pay them anything up front. I don't have to pay them unless they actually find me somebody. Wow, that sounds really cool. Talk, talk to those CEOs and tell them why contingency is bad for their company okay. uh, versus retained. Contingency is, 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 is a legacy system, actually. And because and I've been around long enough to have been recruiting before the Internet. But before the Internet, contingency made complete and utter sense. It really did. I used to sell it as a benefit back mm. in my early days in recruiting. Because let me paint a scenario. A CEO or a hiring manager has a vacancy. They decide they don't want to run an ad because ads back then were quite expensive. You had to open lots of envelopes to read CVs. And, and yeah, it, it was it was time consuming. So they decide they're going to talk to three, four or five agencies. So they so in our city, we, we were a sales recruitment agency. We would fill sales jobs, sales management roles. Um, a CEO or a sales director would talk to us. We would take a brief. We insisted we would need at least 20 minutes to have a conversation with them at least 20 minutes. Um, so he would talk to us and probably three of our competitors, which we, we knew he, he, he was going to do that. Um, a part of the farm was trying to outperform our competitors. Um, and part of the way that we were trying to outperform our competitors was taking a better brief and getting better insight. But but from the, from the sales director's perspective, he would he would invest in four conversations with four agencies and those four agencies would all go and look in four completely different places for candidates because back then proprietary databases were the norm and um, candidates used to have to physically go into an agency's office to register and mm. they would rarely do that with more than two agencies so mm. there was mm. very little candidate duplication back then so gotcha. So the, the, so the hiring manager was getting free ad response um, um, and was only paying if he hired someone. So, you know, it kind of made sense. It didn't impair on the quality of the candidate. Today, in that same scenario, the sales director will talk to four agencies. The agencies probably won't even take a brief. They'll just accept a job spec in an email as the brief, right. which, as we both know, tells you next to bugger all. Um certainly tells you nothing about how you're going to sell the job to people. Um, those, those four agencies will then go and all look in exactly the same places. <laughs> so they'll end up contacting the same candidates about the same job. The better of those candidates will grow tired of that very quickly and will think, well, if the company are this messy in how they hire, what are they going to be like to work for? So there's already an instant drop off in the quality of candidates that are going to respond. Um, there's more duplication of candidates because the same candidates will get submitted more than once, often because the recruiter hasn't really spoken to the candidate. They've just found their CV and decided to forward it on because they're under so much time pressure because they know they're racing other agencies. So look, 
bottom Bingo. line is that the caliber of candidate is massively reduced. Yeah. So so well, in all I, of my in all of my conversations with with hiring managers who have retained me, they've retained me for fundamentally three reasons. One, I guarantee I'll fill it, so they haven't got to talk to anyone else, which is a ballsy way to 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 justify it. But the other the other one in significant significant benefit is is the caliber of candidate would be much much higher. And when they ask me how or why that's happened that's going to happen. I tell them, well, look, I'm going to sell your job more effectively than any contingency recruiter because I'm going to hire a copywriter and pay them a couple of hundred bucks to produce a great job ad. Uh, and that job ad will also inform the, the, the kind of messaging that I send out to those people that I'm going to head on. Uh, it'll also form the, some of the content for any social media stuff that I do. So the job's going to be sold well. And because you're retaining me, I'm going to have the time and the scope to interview candidates properly and assess them against your particular criteria. So the, the, the final output are, are candidates that can do the job and want to do the job. So they perform better at the interview. Lo and behold, the one that gets hired tends to stay longer. Magically. <laughs> yeah, you know, the whole racing resumes point you made there. I, I think that's one of the biggest things is the CEOs or the hiring managers or the HR directors, they just have to understand you're forcing this, this atmosphere of contingency firms knowing that, that speed is really what matters more than anything. And so they are literally shoving over resumes as fast as they can go without fully vetting the candidate, without spending time with the candidate, without selling the candidate on the job. You're just getting this watered down, a uh, pile of, of, of candidates and resumes that, that probably aren't even a match. And, the, and you're right. The, the recruiter may not have even talked to them, uh, which is crazy. And by the way, taking a resume and shoving it over to a client, that's not recruiting. <laughs> that's administrative work. The one exception to, to the, that, those scenarios are jobs where there are likely to be hundreds, if not thousands of potential candidates. It, then it, I, I'd argue it doesn't matter. But for jobs that are historically tricky to fill and yeah. or it's looking for candidates that are not generally going to be unemployed, I think it's madness to hire more, more than one agency to fill it. you just got to do your due diligence and make sure you pick the right recruiter or the right agency. And give them yeah, the talk and need. not to mention, you know, and we could spend hours on this topic, you know, you also, as a company, you know, you want to have a relationship with a retained firm that really, truly gets to know you over time. I mean, not just the original briefing meeting where you should be talking about culture and meeting officers of the company, but, but you know, so often, and this has happened with RiderFlex, right? We'll go into the briefing meeting and the discovery meeting that I'll call it, and then we'll try to get to know them and we'll meet them in person and we'll ask them about their culture and all that stuff. And they'll say, my culture is A, B, and C. And then as we get to know them, when we spend a couple of years with them, then we let them know, I know actually your culture is X, Y, and Z. I know you didn't know that, but here's, here's, here's why. So because so many people can't really identify what their true company culture is, or they think it's something that it's not. But my, my point is, as a, as a retained firm, you really get to know the company and you can actually help the CEO and the hiring managers really help them understand what the culture is a little bit more. You really know the, the, the people inside the building and you get to really learn what candidates probably work best with, 
within this organization and with certain hiring managers. I mean, it's a relationship over time that will end up producing better results, so much better than some shitty ass contingency firm that's just shoving resumes. I, I literally, and I'm gonna just rant here for just a second. I literally had a guy call me the other day. He calls me, he says, hey, Steve, listen, I, I saw that you guys are recruiting for, for this job on your careers page on RiderFlex, and, and I have the perfect candidates for, for, for this job. This is a recruiter calling me. And I said, how the hell, you don't even know my client. Like you've never even met my client. How do you think you have the perfect candidates? I'm like, this is what's wrong with the industry right here. This guy calling me. Uh, and literally he just saw the posting on our page. Then he went on Indeed, grabbed some candidates off of Indeed, didn't talk to those candidates and tried to send me the resumes. I'm thinking to myself, this is the shit that's wrong with the industry right now. And it's driving me freaking nuts. Okay, I'm done ranting about it now. Yeah. Oh. Thank you.